All right, so we have a chat room already. We have some people watching in. So I'm really excited. You're my first live interview on my podcast. <laughs> All right. No pressure. No Never. pressure. None. <laughs> Excuse me. Hey, everyone. It's Vicky Guerrero. And welcome to the first live stream on the Excuse Me podcast. And today I am so excited to bring special guests who I love with on the Jericho Cruise. Um, I also want to remind all of you that if you're going to show me some love and support, please click, download, follow, like, anywhere on your favorite podcast platform. Everyone, can you please help me welcome, if you have a red cup in your hand, and let's cheers to Red Cup Joff. Welcome, Joff. Well, thank you. It's an honor to be here. I brought out the fine <laughs> I, glassware. <laughs> that is very fun. <laughs> Only for the best. Oh my gosh. I am so happy. Yes. I am so happy to have you on. Um, let's just fill our fans in a little bit of who you are and where you're from. Uh, you're known as Red Cup Joff. I met you on the Chris Jericho cruise this past January. And um, you're known as the head bartender. That is correct. I did not come up with the name, so but that is uh, that is that's the gimmick. <laughs> that's the gimmick that I was given. <laughs> so, so you're from Canada, correct. but you live in Vegas, correct? Yes, I'm originally from Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada, and uh, as well as a mutual friend of ours, Mr. Chris Jericho. We're from the same yes. part of the hood, and we've known each other. Uh, more than half of our lives if not more and uh yeah we've always been in touch and i lived in jacksonville beach florida for several years when i first moved to the u.s and now i live in well technically henderson but las vegas nevada yeah yes nice i love vegas i love las vegas how, how is it right now with the COVID? is it is it starting to get more attraction with people coming back or is it still slow over there well, the casinos are doing what they can to stay open. Uh, they are on the strip, you know, as we say, where all the tourists go and congregate. They are having uh, hotel prices a little lower than usual and dropping resort fees and parking and things like that to help keep this uh, city alive. But unfortunately, uh, the clientele that's showing up here is not the most desirable. And... Uh, the casinos are having trouble because they're trying to work on a skeleton crew. And you know what I mean? Like not all restaurants have recovered and are open. And so it, it takes, there's a wait now and, it's, oh. and there's occupancy, you know, problems and things like that. So it's, it's not a, as fun as it once was, but the city's desperately trying. So. Yeah. I think we all are. Yeah. We all are across the States trying to, get back to a normal. So Joff, let's talk about um, how you became this uh, magnificent occupation mm -hmm. of being a head bartender. <laughs> uh, you know, and if everybody wants to follow uh, Joff, you know, I, I encourage everyone <laughs> to go on his Instagram because he has some really cool photos of him, uh, you know, uh, Gosh, you know, just going through different parties and stuff. How <laughs> how is that going? I mean, how did you get that? And what did you do before? Before we go into that, what were you doing before? Well, my daytime job that actually pays for my uh, my lifestyle would be my real estate. I am a realtor here in Las Vegas, and uh, I've always been a fan of either wrestling or music or 
things like that. And I'm a very social person, as you can probably well imagine. And uh, I would always be out. Vegas is a great place for me to do that. I would always meet new people every day, all the time. I would eventually sell them homes or various things from a lot of musicians to uh, people maybe as, you know, they just roadies, as they would be called, but people in the industry. And I've always been around it. I've never actually had any talent to play music or any of that kind of thing, but I've always definitely loved music. So, so it just worked out that they don't want to work with normal realtors and neither do I, but you know, I was the one that they trusted and it created a, you know, a career for me here. And uh, it's been going very well. I did work in radio and other things. Pardon me? Oh, is your license just in Nevada or are, have you kind of yeah. went outside the state lines? No, just, just Nevada. Well, I'm, I've got a very strong referral program. I've got a lot of realtors. I have a lot of designations, but that's all boring. You know, nobody cares about that. Those little initials on your business cards that, you know, that nobody knows what they are. You know, I don't put any of those on there, but educated wise. Yes. I've, I've, I have a lot of referral networks and I do a lot of business. I have different designations where if someone wants a specific thing or a different state, I can find you somebody that's qualified and perfect. And so, yeah, I can still help people, but no, uh, as for me personally, I just work in the Southern Nevada, greater Las Vegas, Henderson, you know, that's what I typically do. But on the other side of it, I'm always out entertaining and always running into people, working with people on the strip or hanging out at hockey games or something, you know, when we used to have to be able to do all those things earlier in the year. So. Yeah. And I, I, I guess that when someone has popularity, like, you know, I guess if Chris Jericho wanted to ask you, you know, about buying a house in Nevada or some other band member or, a, you know, an athlete, there has to be some, you know, protection somewhat that, you know, if they have you to, Combined in and credential, you know, information. Yeah, well, that's it. It's a trust, and, and they know that. They should... Yeah. Wow, that's I mean, that's amazing. Pretty much anybody can show you. Amazing. A home. So, ha- sorry, am I breaking up there? Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, and so how it? Been? I'm right. Oh, sorry, I, I just you. had a breakup. Okay, perfect. So how to show houses? Uh, I'm sorry, I missed the last question. I had a little uh, interruption there. Go ahead. Oh, it has COVID has COVID your real estate showings and uh, sales? Yes, um, for a little while there, the we had a governor that uh, put into uh, just didn't want to be showing any tenant related homes parties obviously you don't want to be having too many people in a house at the same time and things like that but we've been able to work around it and real estate's very strong here still uh home prices are way better than they've ever have and uh surprisingly we have not been damaged by that um people have equity in their homes a lot of people are leaving places like california because of the fires and the and their political beliefs or the or the lockdowns or whatever and the lack of work so a lot of people can sell a home there and buy practically two homes here for the, you know, what they're paying out there. So. Yeah. And that's going on in Texas right. too. We're trying to, um, we're thinking about moving too, but uh, moving to another location because my realtor says that there's so many people from California 
they want to get out and get more for their value, more for their buck. They are, uh, you know, they just, she says it's, it's like crazy. It's like, you know, they're just like scattering out of California right now. Yeah. I mean, Arizona, Nevada, yeah. and Texas are definitely getting uh, the biggest brunt of the, of the Californians moving. Um, just because they don't know if there's going to be an end in sight there. If you were anywhere near the fires, the high taxes, the, you know, there's a lot of things, the reasons why. And, yeah. and Texas and Nevada is also uh, has a different tax cap. So, uh, you know, you don't get taxed for living when, you know, for working uh, out of yeah. our states. Yeah. So you're a realtor during the day yes. and head bartender at night. Now I saw, <laughs> We got to share a few drinks on the on the Jericho cruise, but I also saw some some action of you stinging with Chris Jericho, which you're not bad for a singer. <laughs> I don't know about that one. I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm more of a screamer or something. I don't know about singing. That wouldn't be. I'll leave that for Marco Stunt. <laughs> He's much now, better. So, yeah. <laughs> Now we uh, are you going on the next Jericho cruise in 2021? I believe I am. I mean, if he doesn't let me on, I'll find a way on. But uh, I've been on both of them so far, and uh, yeah, we we have a lot of fun. I was in the bowling tournament with, uh, unfortunately, your client there uh, beat me. Uh, <laughs> she was amazing. Well, she yep. beat me too. Yeah. Oh, there you go. That's before you yeah. guys were uh, teamed up, right? That's right. And, you yeah. know, she's kind of intimidating. We were talking about Nyla Rose. Uh, Chris Jericho had a celebrity bowling tournament on the cruise, and it started the first night. And so I fell in love with Nyla when I met her, and we hit it off really well. And I Very thought easy. just because I was the, the legend that I was, that she was going to let my bowling slide because I suck at bowling. <laughs> and I thought, oh, she's going to be nice to me because – because this is who I am. And she was on fire with her, her team. I mean, of course she's strong. And man, she scared me because I was like, it was strike after strike after strike. I'm like, okay, you can stop now. Here, take another drink. <laughs> right. I had to drink just for the aiming juice. That's maybe better. The more I drank, the better I bowled for some reason. So. <laughs> well, and it was hard too when the boat was rocking. I mean, that is hard to bowl when you get a rocking boat. Yeah, well, there's one we got delayed for a little while there because uh, they, I, I guess there was just too much going on for the bowling alleys to work properly. So, yeah, we, uh, but it was, it's definitely a great time. What that, that cruise is just, you know, all the different activities. If you're not into comedy or concerts or, or watching some of the amazing wrestling, I mean, there's always something else going on. And these people, they were just loving it bowling with celebrities and bowling with friends. You know, it was just, it was just fun. Not nothing yeah, I expected. You know, yeah. that, that's for sure. And, you know, uh, the Jericho cruise got postponed until next October just because of COVID and everything, and he wanted to be safe. But I encourage you guys that if you're going to um, – I know it's sold out right now, but it's always good to be on a waiting list because you never know if someone could get bumped off and you could get a chance to be on that cruise. I Hopefully with AEW, I'll be on the cruise again. I'll have to work this time. Last cruise, I was just having fun every day. And relaxing and not having a schedule, mm -hmm. but this this next cruise I'll probably have to work. But I encourage everyone to try the Jericho cruise because there was never a dull moment from morning till three o'clock in the morning. There was something always going on, right? <laughs> yep. 
I mean, not to keep bragging about the cruise, but I've got friends that even worked other cruises or have been fans and pay to go on other cruises. And they've never experienced a cruise like what it's everything Chris is encompassed from, like I said, comedy to concerts to, I mean, no one else has ever had wrestling on a cruise ship before. I mean, right. And uh, seeing those guys working out some of those matches and doing stuff like during, like besides the televised episode, I mean, there's wrestling for a couple of days. It's just fun. And just the meeting the people, First day, as we joke, everybody's uh, pretty excited about seeing each other. Everybody's got their cameras and phones out. And now you've run into these people a few times, and now you're just having a great time. And there's, like, no drama, nothing. It's, it's awesome. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So what I wanted to uh, let the fans know is that me and you had an autograph session at the same time, I believe it was on a Wednesday in the middle yep. of the, the cruise. And yep. my line is going pretty steady. I mean, I think I was busy the whole hour and a half, but behind the curtain is you sitting there and there is just, the fans are going nuts. People are <laughs> laughing, people are screaming. And can you fill everyone in on what's going on behind me? Because I wanted in on the action. Well. Okay, maybe not on all the action, but it was <laughs> yeah, by me peeking through this curtain. <laughs> me, Chavo, and and my daughter Shaw and the Vaudettes, we were peeking between the fans coming up. We we're peeking in through the curtains because we wanted your fun. <laughs> yes. Well, that was my first and only autograph signing so far. So uh, I uh, had to bring the magic. So I'm I'm friends. Strangely enough, they put me beside Craig Gas. And uh, not familiar if you've seen him, but he's a comedian that's been on both of them and he's done lots of other things. So fortunately, here I am with somebody I knew right beside me. I didn't know who I was going to be at tables beside. And uh, they, uh, Craig, Craig's favorite line is, all right, they're opening the door. So I take my shirt off and I'm like, got to give the fans what they want. And people were bringing up just random things and design and body parts and it was, uh, yeah, quite an experience. I, uh, it was, it was quite the show. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, uh, I'm quite the character that brings out the characters, I guess would be the, I bring out a different side of people that, uh, people were, I was signing wieners and things like that. And then Bruce Jingles, <laughs> Bruce Jingles story that he's telling has gone way beyond, you know, what, 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 what was originally happening, but, uh, it's, yeah. it was, uh, it was quite a fun time. Everybody, I couldn't believe I had a lineup. People were, who are you? And why do we like you so much? I'm like, I, all right, I'll go with that. It was awesome. It was, it was a lot of fun. And just from being on both cruises, and, Wait. yeah, that's it. Go ahead. But you, you know, Jeff, you know, you're, you're, you attract so many people around you and your laughter and your smile and your energy which is so much fun. I mean, we would be like in the casino or, or, you know, watching a band and we'd see you pass and we went to go follow you because we knew where we were going. <laughs> there was going to be a party or there's going to be something fun happening. <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely, yes, that is the, the truth there. I've created. That's and, funny. and that going back and that's how the whole red cup thing started. I would leave my house and I'd always like, Oh, I better get a roadie to go. And, uh, so there was an event that I was working, whatever, a couple of years ago, actually several years ago now, and they had all these cups that were left over and I just took them home. 
And so I always had a red cup every time I went out. And I don't know if you've been to Vegas and understand, like, yes. when you're just a regular person here, you got people with all these ropes, velvet ropes, trying to stop you from coming in, trying to get you to pay. And you're not dress code. And I was one of those people when I moved here. And I was like, what? This is, this is horrible. So I try to put on, you know, that button up shirt or whatever to get into some lousy lounge to see some bad cover band. And then I was like, got to know people after drinking with them. And then I'd be invited. And then the dress code doesn't matter anymore. So I'd always show up with a red cup and, and then I'd walk in and they're like, how do you get in here with that red cup? You know, it's just what I do. And then it progressed. Now they actually take my drink. And they fill my cup up and give it back to me. And things like, people are like, what the, you know, and, and pe people come up to me all the time. Like, how did you do that? And I'm like, it's just, it's just, it's just me. It's just me. Yeah. So aside from Chris Jericho, aside from Chris Jericho asking you to be on the cruise and entertaining the fans, are there certain hotels in Vegas that are asking you to appear now or before? Is there a certain uh, favorite hotels that you go to like on a Friday night and you just show up and, and kind of lead the party? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I was uh, scheduled to host a few more things earlier this year do, but obviously all of everybody's plans change drastically and some of the venues uh, may not survive. We're not sure how that's going to last, but I mean, uh, there's one that I was shopping around trying to find a celebrity to do a WrestleMania viewing party at one of the places on the strip. They wanted D to, me alone, I didn't think was uh, necessary. So I was trying to find out who was available, who's local, because there's a lot of wrestlers that live here in town and whether or not they're available or not. And WrestleMania weekend's a big thing for wrestling in general. So a lot of people are working and traveling. So it's hard to pin somebody down for a viewing party. But I, I had some things lined up for that. There was also uh, some events that were going to happen around the uh, AEW pay-per-view that was supposed to happen in May. Um, uh, what is it? Is, uh, I can't remember the gentleman's name, but somebody of their team reached out to me cause they were going to do a live podcast and I was helping them find a venue, and, you know, like, so believe me, I know a lot of, uh, wrestling people and a lot of wrestling fans and some of the old wrestlers are now security guards at strip clubs here or, or management and stuff. So I run into them. It's, it's quite, quite interesting. I also have worked with, uh, Don Callis, Don Callis is, uh, when he's in town, he mm -hmm. always, hits me up for various things. And uh, sometimes he remembers to pay me or not, but that's a different story. Uh, <laughs> you know, Don Callis, I'm sure you've worked with him. <laughs> well, we'll keep that between us, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, you know, what's, um, what's really great is that, yeah, what, what's great is that, you know, you should come to us for WrestleMania. Maybe next year, hopefully there'll be a WrestleMania and there'll be WrestleCon and stuff. I need to have you come to my booth and we could do a signing together. I think that'd be so much fun. I would love that. Definitely. I'm not anywhere as a party. I'm ready. I, I, oh. I, I know some people, Jeff. <laughs> that you do. I know some people. <laughs> you actually have a career. You're you're amazing. Okay, so oh Got a leg. Oh, that. I'm not sure what's happening, but. There you okay, go. there you are. Sorry about this. Got it. No, don't be sorry. 
I, it's so stress-free. It's my show. No one can fire me or you. <laughs> Perfect. That's the best way to do it. That's right. So you appear on the Mark and Hoogie correct. show, correct? Yes. Well, I think that's his name. And they always ask you. Yeah. <laughs> that also. And they always ask you to, to have a question about their guests. How did you get that? How'd you get that gig? And how come you always get Mark's name wrong? Well, I've known Hoogie for a very long time. Uh, Hoogie is a, uh, um, un well, I can't say unemployed, but he's uh, in <laughs> guitar tech and he's just uh, in the Windsor, in the Canadian side. Uh, he's been working with some of the biggest bands out there, like Shinedown currently. He's been with Lamb of God to, you name it. The guy's been in the industry. He's one of the best guitar techs out there. Always working. And he's having to come up with new ideas since he's been home so long. And He's introduced me to another friend of his named Mark. That's, I believe that's his name. Uh, and he has a, he's on the morning show in uh, the Windsor, Detroit area. And uh, they were doing this podcast and they said, Hey, we have a guest on that you're good friends with. Can you uh, send us a question? We want to do a video question. And I was like, yeah, sure. I mean, might have my shirt off and might have a red cap. And they're like, perfect. And <laughs> apparently they enjoyed the uh, question and the reaction. So they decided that like, Hey, what if we have you ask other people questions? I'm like, who? And I'm like, all right, whatever. So I went ahead and did this. And unfortunately um, most of the people I'm not familiar with. So uh, <laughs> it's not like asking you know, a question about someone you personally know and a childhood friend. Now I'm asking random people and, uh, you know, I got to make it interesting. So sometimes uh, I forget my clothing. Sometimes uh, might be in various locations and sometimes <laughs> it's, uh, you know, but it, I just try to make it uh, as entertaining as possible, we'll say. And uh, apparently I'm a big part of that show now and they really enjoy it. Uh, and people like the responses and I, I don't think I've offended anybody yet. I'm not too sure. So <laughs> I think it's amazing. It's a good gimmick. And I, I love your Instagram because you do add those, you know, to the, you know, to your, to your, your feed. And I think it's great. <laughs> and we're going to, we're going to plug them so that way they can be able to get some more followers and, and keep your job going with them as well. <laughs> there you go. Mark, Mark uh, actually was a strange story with him. Uh, he, there's a casino downtown that the owner is from the Detroit area. And I guess he's, he's a big, big supporter of his back, you know, his hometown. And so he decided to have a contest where something like some fans could win a trip to Vegas for 89 hours or something like the station number. And my friend Hoogie's like, Hey, you need to hook up with Jeff while you're out there. I was like, all right. So of course these, these poor people, they, they were just happy to win a radio contest. And next thing you know, they're at a burlesque show with me at a nightclub. Um, I enhanced the uh, experience, we'll say. Um, <laughs> they ended up at a strip club. I think I think they, they might have even missed their flight. I don't know. I can't remember all that part. But but yes, I bring it to another level. And uh, they were the Mark couldn't believe like you know what just meeting up with me how it changed the dynamic of a you know just a radio contest winner. And next thing you know, these poor people are had the experience of their life. Apparently, I don't know. Yeah. It's just just an average Tuesday night for me. 
That's amazing. So we have a, a question from our one of our uh, fans, Alicia Warrior Princess, and she wants to ask you, Joff, what is your favorite drink to make? Uh, typically, I am just a uh, vodka, Tito's and water, but Tito's has gotten so expensive. So sometimes it's Kirkland, you know, Kirkland makes a nice vodka now. But no, I'm uh, I'm pretty simple. I just like vodka and water. Uh, just... Yep, that's it. Maybe once in a while, I'll have a little bit of an energy drink or something, but no. And yeah, vodka water. I was a big Canadian whiskey guy as I grew up in Canada, but as time's gone on, I switched over to vodka. And I'm not really <laughs> married to any vodka, but uh, yes, I'm looking for endorsements. No, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> really? Hey, if, if this happens, this would be great. I'll, I'll push it for whatever it needs. But um <laughs> I mean, me being Mexican, I love tequila. I can do tequila all night, and I'm I'm a happy little girl. <laughs> there you go. I actually was scared of tequila for a long time, and then I was introduced to good tequila, and then I was like, "Oh, that's the difference." So, <laughs> yeah. if you actually have good tequila, like a 1942 or a, there's some great. It's actually a good experience. The 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 next day, you don't feel, you know unnecessarily unhappy um it's no the good tequila has come a long way and uh, there's some great choices out there now so i can agree with you on that yeah but. i think um the more you know when you get like a really good tequila and you freeze it it seems like i'm not as sick the next day because i guess it's just drinking it cold and it's <laughs> temperature or warm so i think that's my big secret too is you gotta have it in the freezer before you take a shot <laughs> well and the fact that you're doing shots, you're not mixing it with something else. That's yeah. the problem is people are mixing it with sodas and sugars and various other things. And that's part of the reason why they feel the way they do the next days and stuff. If you just drink it, like I said, I don't need carbonated water. I don't need tonic. I don't need, uh, I'm fine with just water. Uh, <laughs> I've tried all the different flavored vodkas, straight and various things. And I'm just happy with vodka and water. Yeah, that's just absolutely. Me, yeah. yeah, I agree. Okay, so Joff, we're going to, uh, before we finish our interview, I'm going to put you on a speed round so you can answer some questions for our fans and they can get you to know a little bit better, okay? All right, I'm ready. I, uh, should I take my shirt off for this or, you know, just kidding. Oh, okay. let's get this going. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> okay, here we go, Joff. Would you rather climb a mountain or jump from a plane? Well, I've done both actually. So that's a good question. I've only, I, I, I go hiking here in the area uh, a lot because uh, gyms kind of bore me after a while. So um, now let's say I've only jumped out of a plane once. So I guess I'd have to say mountain. Um, being tied to another guy tandem is not always the fun way of uh, flying through the air. So it, it, it's fun for me. I mean, I, I can't complain. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> All right, here's another one. Okay. What would be the most embarrassing store you would get caught shopping in? Most embarrassing one. I don't get embarrassed easy. So, uh, hmm. I think I get more nervous going into Walmart than anything. I'm not really? gonna lie. <laughs> Why people, is that? The people of Walmart, they scare me. Yes. <laughs> okay, here's another one, Job. Yep. What is the weirdest thing 
a guest has done inside your home? Oh, um, well, there's the ones that were in sexual or something in my garage. I'm not sure about that one. Uh, I don't actually have proof. I never, I'm assuming that's what they were doing, but uh, somebody else, I think they threw up behind my toilet. I don't know how they missed the toilet. Um, that's so amateur. Yes. I, I seriously couldn't figure out how they like the smell. I had a cleaner come in and everything. I was like, why is that? Why is my bathroom still smell? Like I couldn't figure it out. I don't know what, how it's projectile or I don't know. I've had uh, a lot of random clothing and uh, like watches to you name it, like just weird things left at my house before. So uh, yeah, I think, well, we'll just go with the garage one. We'll go with that because okay. speed round and I'm taking too long. So next. Well, no, this is great. <laughs> this is great. All right. So one of our, our fans, Ghost Loof, wants to ask you, what's your worst first date story? Um, I'm still waiting for that. To ha- no, I'm just kidding. Nobody dates me. Um, <laughs> Wow. Oh, that's a long time ago. And, uh, you know, in a country far away was when my first, you know, yeah, I had a lot of awkward girl experiences. So it's just, yeah. Wouldn't leave it that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. It's just, no, that doesn't go over well. I'll probably bore you or maybe make you cry. I don't know. <laughs> okay. What is something that everyone looks stupid doing? Ah, everyone, everyone looks stupid doing. Wow. Okay. This is, uh, make you think today. Well, I, I, I do laugh when I see people, uh, wearing a mask while they're driving in a car by themselves. I think that's <laughs> pretty, you. yes. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I am like, why, what is, what, what, who are you protecting yourself from? But all right, we'll go with that one. It's very timely. Okay. All right. And what's your biggest pet peeve, Joff? Biggest pet peeve. Wow. Um, I got a lot. I got a lot of issues. Um, <laughs> um, I think my biggest pet peeve right now is uh, mask shaming and, and uh, this the current thing that's going on where people are, you know, having opinions about people for no reason without knowing, you know, and attitudes. Like I was walking up to vote the other day, for example, and somebody's like, I can't believe, oh, it's going to be one of those days. You can't believe you're not wearing, I'm like, I'm not even in line yet. And I'm supposed to, like, in a parking lot in Las Vegas, Nevada, in the desert, it's 90 degrees outside, and I'm supposed to be wearing a mask. I have it in my hand, but, you know, so, I'm, you know, just, just saying, I, I have, you know, just people having to make comments for no reason about other people. That's pretty yeah. much, yeah. Yeah, so. keep your business to yourself. Yeah, and, and it's funny because his wife, or I'm assuming it's his wife. He, she goes, um, you said you weren't going to be like this. And that, and I was like, oh, he's got enough troubles right now. I'm not even going to re- comment. I just kept going, you know? So and he but, has to go home with her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or, or she has to go home with him. I don't know which is yeah. worse, but so, but no, uh, yeah, that's, that's a pretty, but, and Nickelback is a pretty, no, anybody that likes Nickelback, that's a pretty bad uh, one as well. Yeah. So do you have any upcoming events, Joff, that you want to promote yourself if anyone's going to be in Vegas? No, I mean, uh, I'll be out and around. I'm not hard to find. I mean, uh, I don't go out as much as I used to. Vegas is, uh, I entertain more here in my house, in my backyard, as you can see. It's um, beautiful. Yes. I, uh, we were very fortunate. I was, when I was looking and uh, showing homes to somebody and I said, hmm, this backyard has a lot of space. 
and a lot of homes in Vegas do not. And so, yeah, having space and room to entertain. And this year it's coming. I've had more opportunity entertaining in my backyard than ever because, you know, it's just a little more relaxed and people know who's here and they don't have to worry about uh, the safety of other people because it's a nice right. small little enclosed. So um, as for upcoming, I mean, uh, I've got something coming up in Florida that can't really talk about, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nor should we. Um, no, I, uh, I don't think there's much uh, on the schedule. I mean, the definite next one for the big event would be obviously scheduled would be Jericho's Cruise. Yeah. Uh, What's your favorite hotel that if you did, like, say if you did go out tonight, what would be yeah, the hotel yeah. that you choose? You know, what, what's your favorite hotel there? Um, are you talking about staying or entertaining? Entertaining. Okay. So, for example, if I was going to go out, uh, I love Aria. Aria is a great hotel. It's a beautiful That's hotel. beautiful. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Cosmopolitan's great for people watching. A lot of fun in there. Great restaurants. Great people. I like hanging out at the barbershop. It's a speakeasy. It's a barbershop. But, and then... It's a lounge in the back that has live entertainment. And I've known quite a few great artists that have played there. And they're very, uh, it's, it's a lot of play, a lot of fun. Uh, and then, you know, depending if it's sports, I like going to watch football at like Beer Park at Planet Hollywood. It's outside. And it's so right now it's perfect because it's beautiful weather. And it overlooks the fountains of the uh, Bellagio. So you get that oh, as yeah. well. So it's just a great location, center of the strip. They got TV. So if you're whatever football game or, you know, when there was hockey or baseball, there's always different options. And it's then the staff there is right on point. Yeah. So, um, that's, some, and, you know, downtown is not really my favorite scene, but it's Fremont. But there's a new one opening up, Circa. I'm very excited about it. It's going to be the first ever oh. uh, 21 and over casino and hotel. You can't even stay in the hotel unless you're 21 and over. It's the first That'd time ever. Hotel. That'd yeah. be good. That's a good concept. Yeah. So now as for staying at hotels, my favorite would either be the Cosmo or Aria. Um, I like I like the Monte Carlo or the MGM. Uh, MGM is my favorite by far. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, you've been put up there for working for, you know, they do a lot of the big events and stuff. Yeah. But the rooms and the distance, how far you have to walk to get anything in that hotel is a little excessive. True. Um, the Monte Carlo is uh, rebranded. It's now called The Park. Um, cause it's right next door to the new arena that the, oh. uh, the T-Mobile arena was built right beside it. So they had to upgrade it from a mid grade to a higher end and they rebranded, renamed it. Um, uh, it actually just reopened. It's going to be a non-smoking hotel casino as well. As far as I understand, I don't know about the huh. casino, but I think it is. I think it's going to be a smoke free casino, which is odd if that's possible, yeah, right? <laughs> but, but the, they've really put a lot of work into the rooms and everything. It's a great location, uh, but I haven't seen personally been in the room since the new brand has taken over, but it's still owned by MGM. They just renamed it. So nice. Monte Carlo is no more. So don't be looking for that. I will. I, I, I'll probably hit the MGM first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, MGM's good. I mean, they, they know what they're doing. That hotel, that's, that, that's a legendary hotel for yeah. events, sporting events, boxing, wrestling. Like, there's yeah. so many great things there over the years. So yeah. Just not a new hotel. That's the only thing. It's the Cosmo is the only one that on the strip that has like balconies you can go out and stand on and see the city. And you know they're much. They're one of the newer ones on the strip that was actually built in the last yeah. ten years. So 
Not getting any plugs for this, by the way, just saying. <laughs> oh, no, we're going to plug all of your stuff. But, um, Jeff, I just want to thank you so much for your time. I, When you said yes, that you were going to do an interview, my heart fluttered. And I was I was tickled to death because I just fell in love with you on the cruise. And I, I love following you and watching everything you're doing. And if you need any wrestlers for anything, you got my email now and my number. So I know. I was very honored. Now close friends. <laughs> my, my first question to you was, who canceled? And then after that, I was very honored. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, no one canceled. You're, <laughs> you're my, you were my guest for the week, and I'm so honored. But um, I wish you well. I can't wait to see you on the Jericho Cruise. Even if I'm not going to work, I'm still going to be there because, you know, I just got to – I just got to flirt with Chris and then he's like, all right, just come on. Up. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> he loves, he loves your family. You know that. Oh, so. he's so great. Yeah. I love him to pieces, but have a great Friday. I hope that whatever you're doing tonight, that you are having a blast. Cheers, my friend. I'm sending you much love and success. I love you. Thank you very much. And it's an honor right. to be here. And I'm glad to be your virgin. Your first one Woo! on your live. <laughs> Thank you, job. Everyone bye. say bye. <laughs> bye. bye. <guys. laughs>